This is Charles Adler Tonight On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to Charles Adler live weekday nights on 980 CKW Vancouver, 770 CHQR Calgary, 630 Ched Edmonton, 680 CJOB Winnipeg, 640 Toronto, 980 London, and live on the Radio Player app. Nicholas Badmonton, welcome to the broadcast. Thanks for having me. So as far as autonomous uh, trucks are concerned, especially the, the big transports, when do you see them actually hitting the road and, and what would that look like? I, I think culturally uh, for, for us as humans, it's difficult for us to accept things as, as driverless vehicles. So I, th- I think that it'll be a slower adoption. I think within five years, we're going to start seeing them uh, on the roads, but they're not going to be that prevalent. Within 10 years, I think you'll see the major- majority of, of public transport and, and also large, large haulage trucking to be completely autonomous. So I, I think that's the sort of timescales we're talking about. What your, what's your message uh, to people who are listening right now? Many of them who are truck drivers, uh, I think they're some of the most loyal listeners uh, to, to talk radio. Uh, what's your message uh, to these guys? And most of them are, are men. Uh, they're, they're pushing back saying, wait a minute, we do much more than just haul. We, we uh, do a lot uh, on the ground with respect to the transportation business. We're not, we may be called drivers, but we're not just drivers. Nicholas Badminton, what's your message to them? Yeah, so uh, the message is this. Um, when, they, when these vehicles hit the roads, uh, they'll be able to drive longer, uh, more safely, and they'll be able to basically move more more cargo around Canada and North America um, without a human driver. Now, the human drivers aren't necessarily going to be removed from the loop. They're still going to be involved, I think, in driving the vehicles on occasionally to, to teach them better. I think you'll have one, one driver today that's got all those good skills still on the ground, being able to manage like three to five vehicles on the road. And I think you move from that sort of driver to foreman kind of capability. And, and the way that I talk about these new ways of working is about redeployment, not unemployment. So I, I think that there will be some displaced jobs and some people will have to move into, into new careers. I don't think that's a bad thing. But I do think that, you know, the haulage industry and, and, and you know, motor vehicles that are, that are autonomous are still going to have to have some human, human sort of wisdom behind it to help sort of drive the economy that's going to be enabled by it. So help me with this. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, places uh, like the, the QEW uh, near Toronto where you can be extremely claustrophobic because you've got um, huge uh, transports uh, beside you and behind you and in front of you and uh, you're just sort of being enveloped by them and it gets rather difficult especially if it's foggy or icy it's a pretty scary uh, situation here you don't have to be paranoid to to feel uh, that uh, this is a frightening situation once these uh, trucks are driven autonomously no no drivers will that feeling be any different well The the reason it's so scary is because we're worried about humans being out of control of the vehicles that they drive. I I do actually think that these these large sort of expressways are going to be changed uh, slightly in terms of infrastructure to have have lanes that are specifically for self-driving vehicles. Um, That means that they'll be able to drive unfettered from any sort of human interaction. And that'll be a good thing. And the positive thing about that for, for normal drivers is... They're not going to have to be worried about those vehicles um, making irrational actions in front of them or really, really upsetting that flow of the normal traffic that goes around. 
As far as uh, manufacturing uh, these vehicles, we're always hearing from Elon Musk. He's a tremendous marketer, tremendous uh, pioneer. But uh, is is he uh, the only one, or will all the major manufacturers? I'm thinking about the the Fords, the GMs, the Kenworths, the Peterbilts, all the major manufacturers of, of transports. Uh, will they all be involved in autonomous uh, trucks? Yeah, absolutely, they will. And uh, in fact, today the majority of them uh, are either in 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 the process of making their vehicles have autonomous capabilities or it's definitely on their roadmap to happen within the next sort of 18 months anyway so this is going to be really important from a from a business perspective soon people aren't going to want to actually have the headache of driving vehicles they just they're just going to want to jump in and let the vehicle drive them uh, to wherever they need to get to or load with cargo and send it on its way so before i, I let you go um if we're, we're talking about the future much of the future will be electric uh, do you see a, a point in time where the major transports, what we sometimes call the semis or the semis, uh, where they will be virtually all electric? And, and if so, uh, how far into the horizon are we talking about? I mean, we, we, we've got Tesla moving forward with their semi. We've got uh, there's another there's another electric truck company coming as well. Uh, electric vehicles are going to be the the predominant uh, way of of, of of powering our transportation from next year all the way through into 2030. By 2030, we're almost going to see uh, no sort of gasoline uh, or, or diesel-powered vehicles on the road. That, that's my prediction, certainly in a lot of the developed world and uh, places like China as well. So I, I think it's inevitable. Um, next year, um, Union Bank of Switzerland uh, did an analysis. They look at, took a Chevy Volt and they, they look at, looked at um, a normal Volkswagen Golf and they realized that next year it will be just as cheap to buy a Chevy Bolt um, with electric vehicle, this electric vehicle that it would be to buy a Volkswagen uh, Golf. So at that point, if you realize it only costs you maybe five, maybe $10 a month in electricity to drive, uh, and you've got vehicle ranges of nearly 500 kilometers, then I don't think anyone in their right mind is going to buy a gasoline-powered combustion engine vehicle going forward. And I think we're going to see that big change happening. I think 2020 will be the big tipping point where the majority of vehicles start to roll off of forecourts in their electric vehicle state. So, Mr. Badminton, when we talk about the future, every time we talk about infrastructure like trains, for instance, uh, rapid uh, transit, light transit, we're always uh, talking about how the Europeans are many, many years ahead of us. Will it be the same as this, or will we uh, not live in these parallel universes when it comes to autonomous transportation? You know, I, I think I think uh, artificial intelligence, autonomous vehicle, autonomous systems is it, going global. I, I think that there's not going to be anyone further ahead than anyone else. I think Tesla sort of opened all their patents. I think everyone's sharing their technologies for the betterment of, of the entire transportation industry. So I'd like to think that every corner of the world is going to benefit from this. Nicholas Badminton, thank you so much for your expertise. Appreciate it very much, sir. Yeah, thank you very much. Great to chat to you.